Chapter Four of Wonders of the Jungle. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Thomas Coos. Wonders of the Jungle. The by Sarath Kumar Ghosh. Chapter Four Elephants The Tricks of the Jungle. Now I shall tell you how a little elephant learns all the tricks of the jungle from its mamma and papa. By the tricks of the jungle, I mean all the things that an animal has to learn in order to get enough to eat every day. What to do when food is scarce how to be comfortable and happy, and also how to escape from every danger. In fact, these things are very much like what men have to learn, only in a different way. But the animal folks are better off in one way. What they have to learn is not like a lesson in school, but just play. In fact, they learn everything by just playing it as a game. I shall tell you how. When a baby elephant is quite small, its mamma has to feed it with milk. Afterwards, when it has teeth, she teaches it to feed from the jungle. All elephants eat tender shoots, herbs, and fresh young leaves. They seize a bow with the trunk and pull it down in such a way that the end of the bow reaches right into the mouth. Elephant Child Learns to Feed First, the mama elephant eats like that from several bows, while the little elephant watches her do it. Then she looks at a low bow, within easy reach, and says in the elephant language, Eat that! The little one looks at the bow, grabs it anyhow with its trunk, and pulls it down. But it cannot get the end of the bow into its mouth. Instead, the bow pokes it on the forehead, or eyes, or cheeks. Hold it straight, says Mama, laughing. The little one tries several times, but still it cannot get the bow to come right. Then its mamma puts her own trunk over that of her child, and turns it to right or left, till the bow comes exactly into the little elephant's mouth. You must learn to use your trunk just like a hand she says, so you must bend your trunk, or turn it, or twist it to get the thing that you are holding exactly where you want it. And that is the first great thing the little elephant has to learn, how to use its trunk as we use our hands. After that, everything else comes easy. 
now i am going to tell you about the childhood of the most wonderful elephant in the world who actually lives today in the courtyard of a palace in india he is the biggest elephant that ever was that is why he lives in a grand palace and does nothing except carry a king or some other great man on his back on days of festival in fact he was the leader among all the elephants in a long procession at a grand festival called the durbar held in honor of the king of england on that day a lovely cloth of silk woven with gold was put on the elephant's back and around his tusks were placed rings of solid gold studded with real diamonds rubies and pearls at another time he carried on his back the crown prince of germany when he visited india a few years ago and at other times he has carried grand dukes of russia and archdukes of austria when they visited india so you see he is quite the grandest elephant in the world he has a real name just like a man and it is written down in books with the names of all the grand officers of the palace his name is salar young so we shall call him salar for short he was born in the jungle and his papa and mamma were quite wild then it was only after he grew up that salar came to live in a palace elephant child swats tormenting flies but now about salar's early boyhood after his mamma had taught him to swim to eat from the boughs of trees and to drink for himself by dipping his trunk into the water she had another useful thing to teach him in the jungle there are swarms of tormenting flies they come buzzing around the elephants and bother them just as they bother us now we can whisk off the flies with our hands but how about an elephant of course you will say his trunk is his hand and so he can use the trunk to slap the flies or whisk them off true but the trunk will not reach more than halfway down the side of the body and the elephant is too stiff to bend his body as we do and his tail is too short to reach even a yard away then how can he get rid of the flies where he cannot reach them just think if he only could make his trunk longer but how could he do that very simply of course he cannot actually make the trunk longer but he breaks off a small bough of a tree and holds it at the end of his trunk 
then he uses the bow like a fan and whisks off or brushes off the flies with it and that is what salar's mamma taught him to do after that he was very comfortable not quite he had just one more thing to learn from his mamma to make him quite comfortable the sun gets very hot and when the elephants are feeding from tree to tree or marching through the jungle they feel the hot sun on their backs dreadfully although they have a thick skin now how could they guard themselves from the hot sun just think why just as we do you will say by using a kind of umbrella of course you mean that an elephant could break off a large bough and hold it over his head and over his back but his trunk would soon get tired of holding anything as big as that besides he has to use his trunk all the time to feed if you had only one hand you could not eat with it and at the same time hold an umbrella over your head with it then how does the elephant manage it elephant covers his back from hot sun i shall tell you he breaks off many small boughs one at a time and lays them on his back with his trunk he is careful to lay them in proper order and to criss-cross them so that the boughs will not fall off in fact he tries to arrange them very much like the thatched roof of a cottage that is very clever of him is it not but then he does something else still more clever when a cottager builds his thatched roof he has to plaster the ceiling to prevent any rain or sunshine from creeping in through the little spaces between the thatches so also the thatch on the elephant's back has many gaps through which the hot sun can still beat down on his skin so what does he do to fill up the gaps he cannot do anything to plaster his back but i shall tell you what he does do he just draws into his trunk a lot of dust from the ground then he curls up the trunk over his back and blows the dust over the gaps in the thatch on his back of course he has to do that many times to fill up all the gaps but at last when he does not feel the sun any more he knows that his back is quite covered is not that a very wonderful thing for the elephants to think out all by themselves and that is what salar's mamma taught him to do but a few years later he came to the age when boys among men usually have to go to school then salar passed to the care of his papa in feeding through the jungle when all the elephants march and eat from tree to tree salar walked with his papa and began to learn lessons from him 
and his papa's way of teaching him was quite different from that of his mamma, and often very funny. How Elephants Walk Under Water The first thing he taught was at the stream at midnight. By this time Salar could swim quite well, so he was enjoying himself with the grown-ups. But his papa kept watching him with the corner of his eye. Little by little he drew nearer and nearer to Salar, and waited till the youngster came to a part where the water was not at all deep. Then suddenly his papa gave Salar a butt with his head. Down went Salar under the water, snorting and spluttering and hollering. "'Hold up your trunk, you simp!' cried his papa. But Salar was too frightened to remember to hold up his trunk. So his papa caught Salar's trunk in his own and hoisted it clear out of the water. Then what was Salar's joy and surprise to find that he could breathe quite well, though his feet were actually touching the bottom of the stream. Of course he kicked out and tried to get up to the top of the water again, but stay there cried his papa giving him another butt though still holding the youngster's trunk carefully out of the water then salar lost all fear of the water he was not a bit afraid of being ducked so long as the tip of his trunk was out of the water so he learned to do a wonderful thing he learned to remain completely under the water so that his feet were actually resting on the bottom of the stream, with only the tip of his trunk out of the water. No other animal can do that. And the most astonishing thing about it is that the elephants have taught themselves to do that trick, so that a whole herd of elephants can walk into a stream in time of danger and disappear from sight the smaller ones standing in the shallow parts, and the full-grown ones standing in the deeper parts. I have known a lot of hunters who were chasing a herd of elephants, and who saw the elephants run ahead toward a river, to find to their surprise, on reaching the river, that the whole herd had disappeared as if by magic. They saw nothing, and did not dream that the little things floating here and there, no bigger than your fist could mean anything. But, of course, they were the tips of the trunks of the elephants hidden under the water. To have thought out even that one trick for themselves proves that the elephants are the wisest of all animals next after menfolks and they have thought about many more tricks, as I shall tell you very soon. But now I shall tell you the next trick that Salar's father taught him. An elephant often has to break down trees in the jungle to clear away for himself, or sometimes he has to do that to make an open space where he can lie down comfortably. So this is the way Salar's father taught him to break down trees. How Elephants Break Down or Pull Out Trees 
First he chose a small tree, not much thicker than your wrist. This he pulled out easily with his trunk, just as you might use your hand to pull out a small shrub. Then he chose a tree about six inches thick. He tried it first carefully with his trunk, but the tree was too strong to pull out in that way. So the old elephant put his foot on the side of the tree and pressed with all his weight, as you can see in the picture. The tree bent more and more, and then suddenly broke off near the ground with a loud crack. "'I can do that!' cried Salar, frisking about his father, impatient to show what he could do. Salar looked around and saw a tree of about the same size. He made a dash at the tree, put his right foot on it, and his father winked but said nothing, for all elephants love a joke. Now the wily old elephant knew that this tree was a banana tree, although the fruit had not yet started growing on it. The tree looked quite hard and strong, but it was really very soft and easy to break, like all banana trees, but Salar did not know that yet. Instead, when he pressed on it with his foot and put his whole weight on it, just as he had seen his father do to the other tree, snap went the tree like a twig, and Salar tumbled head over heels and went rolling over the ground. Ha ha ha! laughed the merry old elephant. Did I not show you, silly, how to try to first carefully with your trunk before putting your foot on it? Of course you did, said Salar, remembering. That is what men folks mean when they say, you have put your foot into it. You must remember never to put your foot into anything before trying it first with your trunk, the old elephant went on to say. Now watch me knock down a still bigger tree. The tree was as thick as a man's body. After trying it first with his trunk, and then with his foot, the wise old elephant put his back on it and heaved. Little by little, the tree bent on that side, but not very much. The elephant stopped heaving, came around, and looked at the tree. Then he began to heave from the other side of the tree. You have seen a man trying to loosen a nail from a board. He first hits the nail on one side, and then on the other side, and he goes on hitting the nail from side to side, till it is quite loose. Well, that cunning old elephant did just the same thing to that tree. He first heaved the tree from one side, and then he heaved from the other side and he went on heaving from side to side till he loosened the tree from the ground. Then he pushed the tree with his foot, and it came out of the ground and fell with a loud thud. And that is how Salar learned to heave with his body, though of course he could not loosen so big a tree just yet. There were many other tricks that Salar learned from his father, and I shall tell you one of the best of them in the next chapter.
End of chapter four. Recording by John Thomas Coos. www.validateyourlife.com and thenerdcoach.com.